This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. What do you say we do a podcast? That's what the intro just said, so we'll, that's what we're going to do. Al. Who said this now, Jerry? I, I think it's Tom Izzo. Izzo's not in charge of podcasts. No, no. He does the intro. Oh, he does to the this intro. podcast. Yeah. Like that was the voice you just heard. Oh, yeah. I thought you said he's the one who says that we got to do no. podcasts. No, no, no. Not our, he's not our boss, Jerry. No, if he paid us, he would be. He's not the boss of me. He's not the one that pays us. So uh, this is the season, Jerry, where it's. Uh, I happen to have in my life now a lot of graduates, people graduating, nieces and nephews. So family members, Jerry. That means a lot of graduation parties and gifts. Close family members. How much did you get for graduate? Let me ask you. This is what I wanted to ask you. So I'll give you three different levels here, okay? Yeah. I've got. Uh, this is under the nieces and nephews category. No, I need. I need the graduation age too. Okay, eighth grade, high school, college. Right. So I've got all three. So I've got. A couple graduating college. I have two graduating college. These are nieces and nephews? Twins, yeah. My niece and nephew. Boy and a girl. They're graduating college. Okay. Then I have two graduating high school. Mm, Okay. Then I have another, not to be left out. Graduating eighth grade. Graduating eighth grade. She's in the mix at a party also. Are there parties for these? Uh, there's a party for one high school really kid. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I would. Only wait. thing that matters is it delays my. If there's a party like at the end of June, which yeah, I have, you, you can wait. I'm delayed. But think, if there's going to be no party, or if I'm not sure, I want to get the gifts out. Eighth grade, right hundred bucks. Okay. I think a high school graduation. Damn, dude. One fifty. And two fifty for college. Here's where we're very close. This was what I had in my head. I had two fifty for college. Yep. I had two hundred for high school. Okay. And a hundred for eighth grade. Okay. So we're right on with the eighth yeah, grade and with yeah, college. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, I mean that's that's that seems fun. to be the going well, that's rate. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Four hundred and nine that's a thousand dollars. Like this is what I always talk about. Like it's nothing. Yeah. That's a thousand dollars. Right. And it just whoosh. I mean, God almighty. Yeah. And if you don't, you look like a piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> right like i have to go i i'm not going we have a i'm not even sure if it's high school or college i'm not sure uh graduation for a friend that you know we're friendly with but we can't go to the party it's a graduation yeah how about what level high school i'm not sure yeah it's high school or college i'm not sure so we're not going right i will send a card was it 50 bucks right. we're not going right and we're not super tight with them Correct. I thought anything is nice. 
No, I wouldn't send twenty dollars. But I'm saying I like, throw fifty, like put a fifty dollar bill in there. Hey, congratulations. Maybe talk to you in eight years. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay, good. That's what I'm gonna do. Now the other thing is so what all, what other things that come up this season in particular is wedding season also. Yeah, sure. So what about wedding of a close family friend oh, God. that you're not going to? A close family friend? Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. I, I tell you, I got to be honest. I, I would have thought 250 is fine. Right. Um, no, let me rephrase that. You're not going. Not going. Is that what you said? Yes, that's correct. 150. You're not going. Like, this is another one to me that I find comical. The idea of the whole wedding gift is to pay for your quote-unquote plate and hopefully have a little excess for them because the weddings cost so much money. Now, the, if the parents pay, so be it, but that's supposed to be the idea. Yeah, that's, see, that's what I was thinking about because I thought the same thing. So Because it would have been the other weddings where because you're close with the family, you know that the bride of the father the, – the, the bride's family is paying for it. Right, which is not really the case anymore. You don't, it's you don't not know. A go, it's, not a, it's not a guarantee. Not at all. And sometimes they somewhat pay. Sometimes both families right. pay. Point is, that's the rule of thumb. Right. Pay what you think the plate costs and then a little bit more so that they actually make some money. Fair enough. But what drives me nuts is you don't go to a wedding. Why are you responsible to send anything? I think it's nice to send something. But right. if you sent 100 bucks. And you're not going. That's not good. Right. Like, I can't go. You're not paying for dinner for me. You're not saving me a space. Not taking up any space in your banquet hall. Here's a hundred bucks. Right. Not drinking any alcohol. Nothing. Nothing. I'm not bringing a date. I'm not bringing myself. Right. This, to me, this is my tipping stress. Right, the the gift. Yes, and it's I so hate interesting gifts. because if you were to ask, if you were to do some sort of Twitter poll or just this conversation that we're having right now, someone yeah. hears this, someone will respond to me on Twitter, and I'll get the two fifty for a college graduation. It's very that's a lot of money. You shouldn't to you cheap bastard right. that your niece and nephew a thousand dollars each. I know. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, people are out of their minds. That's why it's hard to even, like, I was even Googling, like, wedding, you know, gifts. Depends on where you are, though. Exactly. In California, you bring a toaster and you're like, hey, wow, look at this. Right. Forget the check. Here in New Jersey. Here in New Jersey, you get place. tuxedos and you, it's like the, the royal wedding. Yes. You go out to California. I'll, I'll, I've told you this before. When my cousin got married, we went out there. We brought suits. We showed up with, you know, checks and cards. And we got to the banquet. And everybody was in Hawaiian shirts and shorts, and they came with these big box gifts. Yeah. It was like, where are we? That's how they do it in California. That's what it was like in Florida. I remember, like, uh, people were bringing, and, and and luckily I talked to somebody prior to going to the wedding. I brought uh, a, a box of Pyrex uh, uh, things you put in the oven. And it was probably a lovely gift because yeah. it was on their registry. It was on their registry. Right. Yeah, I, dude, I know. So weird. It's stupid. Is Didn't what it Emily is. Post used to do this sort of thing? She Who's had a, she had like a, an etiquette column and an etiquette book. Is. Her name was Emily Post, I believe. Okay. And you used to be able to go. Did she to break that. it down by region? Probably not. Okay, that's the first problem. Right. Because a wedding in Texas is not a wedding in New York. So confusing, Jerry. I, I think people... we're we're pretty good though with the graduation gifts. Yeah, I, I think, think we're on we're on lock point. We're there. on par. You know what? This is what it should be. You should get like a a, 
an invite to a wedding. I'd be like, hi, we'd love to have you at the wedding. If you're not coming, hundred sends us a hundred bucks. <laughs> like I love it just it flat out. Or how about if you're not coming? Can you please make please do not send a gift <laughs> or send it to this charity if you feel oh, the need. Oh, I love the charity gift. In our name, because we want credit. Right. I don't know, man. It's I don't like it. I, yeah. it bothers me. Me too. And it stresses me out. Me too. It wouldn't stress me out if I just knew. Like, uh, you got a bill due. Two nieces are graduating uh, 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 high school. This is what you owe. Right. You're like, all right, all right, to check out. Exactly. Tough. Very tough. And everything costs so much money these days. Yeah, there's a thousand bucks. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> My God almighty. And then do I ask, like, I have two sisters, right? I have two sisters, and yeah. they're the ones with the kids, some graduating high school, some graduating college. Do I ask the other one for the other kid? Like, what do I give? The, what, what are you giving this kid's this? Uh, what does this kid get? You could do it in this way. Yeah. You ask your one sister what you're, what she's giving what are you your other sister's for kids. A high school graduation. Then, this way you know, yeah, then the other you know. sister, I go, what are you giving for a college graduation? And you know what stinks for you? What? You're never going to get that back. You don't have kids that are going to get the return. Right. So it's really one way out. What if I sent the Wimsy out, to- Nothing coming in. What if I sent Whimsy to some sort of dog school and she graduates? <laughs> Could I get a gift? Have a party. Did you hear about my one-year anniversary in my condo? Oh, Maybe Jesus they give Christ me a gift now. for that. <laughs> Go to Carney Bank. <laughs> Go to Carney Bank and get me some cash. <laughs> that would be awesome. That is funny. Another story that came up today, Jerry, you and I both touched on this off the air that we saw, this viral video that went around. This that is on nuts. Memor- Memorial Day weekend in California. A uh, TikTok user named Brenda posted a video. It's uh, got like f- over 40 million views. That's at the time of this article, right? Yeah. Could be more now. It was a, a brown bear and two cubs walking on the top of like a, the fence. a cement, but it was like a cinder block fence. Oh, is that what it was? Like a cinder block wall. I, I watched it on my phone. I couldn't tell that. Yeah, it was like a cinder block wall and... Multiple dogs that this family owns were barking at and trying to get the bear to leave, including, by the way, a super tiny dog. They're little rats. Running up and barking at a bear. It's an animal. It doesn't know any better. They don't know any better? No, I don't think they do. And I think they this, go into defense mode. And I guess so, yeah. And then this woman who uh, is lives in the house, she's only 17, but she's seen running out to try to save her dogs and does save her dogs by pushing the bear off the cinder block wall. Nuts. Nuts. And she did it. She pushed the bear. I, it's amazing. I collected her dogs and Let me went back this. in the house. How do you ever go out and hang out in the backyard again? I don't know. I mean, these even like Gunner, who posted the video of the ring camera. Yeah. The bear's up, up by his screen. Could you imagine you got up at 2 o'clock in the morning to get a glass of water, <laughs> and you look over at this your, your sliding door, and there's a black bear looking inside your kitchen? What? Or just... what? You know, we leave for work very early in the yes. morning. We don't live in an area where there's likely going to be black bears. But Thank could you God. imagine going, to, go, leaving your house to go to work and there's a bear? No. I'd never go outside without a shotgun. Right. No, it's a problem. Like, that is concerning. I Even where we live. Like, I left the filter on for the pool a couple of nights ago. I guess it was but when we come back. We came back Tuesday. So I guess it was, no, it was Friday morning. So I put the filter on Thursday. And I realized before I was going to work Friday morning, it was still on. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. I didn't want to turn all the lights on and freak anybody out, so I used my flashlight on my phone. And as I start to walk through the backyard, I'm like, am I nuts? Like, there could be raccoons back here. There could be groundhogs. And I know they're probably more scared. I know that. But I also know 
you never know if they're rabid and they're in, in a mood. Or you don't know, it, it, does the raccoon, is the raccoon have little baby raccoons that there? That too. And it, and it goes into defense mode. Like, and attack this guy. So I was like, I went up, I unplugged it, and I like, bolted to my car. Yeah. I'm like, all right, guy, I did it. Like, there's a lot of crap going on in the middle of the night. No thanks. Yeah. No thank you. I think about that, like, I used to think of that when I lived in Florida, that there would just be an alligator in my parking lot. Why wouldn't there be? Could be. Of course there could be. You'd hear them hissing in the night, like, and you're like, where this is? I have no idea. That freaks me out. Yeah, an alligator? That looks like a dinosaur. I don't like that. So much kadoos to the the 17-year-old who shoved a black bear and saved her dogs. Yeah, pretty impressive. Or brown bear. Brown bear. Yeah. There's something that's not getting a lot of uh, coverage, Jerry, but I think it's interesting. Let's see what you think of this. If you use Alexa, Echo, or any other Amazon device. Yeah, we have Alexa. You have an Alexa. Uh, you only have a few more days to opt out of an experiment that leaves your personal privacy and oh. security out there. On June 8th. What does that mean? This is what it means. On June 8th, Amazon will automatically enroll your devices in something they're calling Amazon Sidewalk. It's a wireless service that will share your Wi-Fi with other things in the neighborhood if it needs a Wi-Fi boost. So if your neighbor needs a Wi-Fi boost, they'll take a little bit of your Wi-Fi. I can't take this. I, this is absurd. You, and you have to opt out of it. So they're automatically so going to So how do I opt out it. of it? It says, uh, let's see, by default, Amazon devices, including Alexa, Echo, Ring, and security cameras, outdoor lights, motion sensors, and tile trackers will enroll you in the system. You will have to uh, go into your Alexa, Amazon Alexa app and opt out of it. So I'm I don't even have the app on my phone. It's a speaker we use for music. (laughs) Yeah. That's all we do. Yeah, and it says, like, you know how we all, we, we, uh, we protect our uh, wireless things yeah, with a sure. password. It, it doesn't matter. It's going to use. So you can help out your neighbors. This is too, F them. This is too much, dude. That's what I say. It F really them. is. Yeah. I, mean, I put a reminder on my phone for June 8th. to. Why not opt out now? I don't, I, that's, you know, I'm going to go on it and see if I can opt out now. I'm going to see if I can. I don't, think, I don't even have the Alexa app on my phone. Yeah. Because that doesn't, you know, doesn't mean anything. Right. I you need the app to set it up initially, and then that's it. And then that's it. I can't just do it for my Amazon account. You mommy, you might be able to. Mm. While you're doing that, Jerry, good news. I'm Costco. Annoyed. Costco is bringing. Well, this will this will make you not annoyed, Jerry. Okay. Costco is bringing back hot samples this month. I guess oh. they had stopped the hot samples during coronavirus. Very nice because that has been definitely missing. I don't Is that right? Yeah. What uh what do you go for the hot samples when you're in the Costco? I don't, but what I do is I get a giant kick out of watching adults <laughs> basically crowd yeah. a free sample that costs thirty cents. Right. And then go back for more. To get a piece of a piece of a pizza bagel. Now I like it when you know, because listen, the kids don't want to go to Costco. They don't. But if you gotta bring them once in a while, Listen, it'll be free food. And then, like, my little guy's in. He thinks it's a blast. <laughs> there was one time, there was one time they were doing samples of little fajitas. Yeah. And Joseph was probably 11. He was probably seven or eight at the time. And he was one, doesn't really care to go to Costco, but doesn't mind it. But if there are samples, ooh, fun. Okay, fine. So we were probably 30 feet from him. And he goes up to get the sample. And he comes back, no sample. I'm like, what's the matter? She wouldn't give it to me. I'm like, why? He goes, 
So where are my parents? So I said, come on over. I said, is there a reason why you didn't give him a sample? Maybe he likes it. Maybe I buy it. Now that you just did that, not interested. <laughs> that said, I'm still going to try it. And I took five of them. And I, here you go. Eat your samples. And she just stood there. She was so nasty. Yeah. And she had to say a word. Where are your parents? As if the kid came by himself. It's so Costco? stupid. Right. Plus, maybe he's got a credit card. What a kid. nasty old woman. She don't know that an eight-year-old doesn't have a credit card. You never know these right? days. You never or, know. Or uh, Apple or Pay or Samsung Pay or Google Pay on their phone. Maybe the kid was dropped off right. to buy something and the parents are outside. Maybe the, maybe the kid was dropped off and said, go check out some fajita samples and then make a choice. You never know. And then the kid doesn't even get his... Very annoying, though. really was. It was very annoying. I'm trying to think, like, what could be for sample that I would be interested in, like a hot sample? Grilled chicken. Little grilled chicken sandwiches. I would be interested in that. French fries, I'd be interested in, like, a sample French fry. Okay. crinkle cut fry. Yep. Hmm. There are things you'd be interested in. I do believe that. This does say samples will be prepared behind plexiglass. Well, how are they going to do that? And will be handed out one at a time. Come on. Well, it, coronavirus supposed to be is over, time. bro. Yeah, I know. I guess. Get the samples out there. Get the samples out. I don't mind the cold sample either. I know they're doing hot samples, but we're like a regular like um, samples of like a Kit Kat bar. I like that. That's They have that. Well, cold. that's one thing they've always had. Those samples are like there. When you go up to the um, to pay by the registers, at least the one in, uh, that we go to, there is always samples of like protein bars. Is that right? Yeah. Is Costco worth it for a single fellow like myself with no, no storage? I, I, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, because I don't have a lot of storage. I mean, the only I way it's worth it for you would be. I'm trying to think what we pay to be a member. Uh, the 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 chicken deal, the Purdue chicken bag. Yeah, it's twenty bucks, and it's. I mean, it's amazing how much chicken you get in it. That's worth it. Um, but you basically buy one sweet potato at a time. You're well, not you know gonna... what I need it for is like, you know, my various snacks that I bring to work. Yeah, I mean. cups They have all bars. those fun size things that fun you love. Size. Coffee that you like. Yeah. I'll tell you where it's worth it, too. Gifts. I love going to Costco for, for the holidays. I've got a couple graduates I need gifts for, Jerry. Costco has really electronics, outstanding yeah. Apple products they have. Um, yeah, you know what? I take that back. It might be worth it. I think for you, I think it might be 100 bucks a year or something. Yes, you would make up that money. Yeah. Right, and you and I are able to go at off times because of our hours. Yeah, I usually only go at like 2. Here's the best time to go during school year. You go at 2.15 because most of the kids get out of school between 2 and 3.15. So if you go at 2.15, the place is empty. Because the parents got to get pick, be picking up their kids. The parents are usually home for the bus. Someone's going to pick them up. And it is a pleasure to walk through there. Yeah, like I would like to get like a bunch of bunch of razors, so I don't have to yeah. go buy razors. Yeah, I take and even like Advil, vitamins, five hour energy, all of that stuff. So yeah. I take that back. Hundred percent, it's worth it. Because I think I have one not far from me. Is this true? Yeah. What town? I, I don't remember, but I think I, I maybe Neptune. You Neptune, might. Yeah. I think you have BJ's down there. BJ's, maybe I have one of them. Neptune sounds like a city that would be underwater. Ne- like Atlantis. The city of Neptune? Yeah. You better hope not because it's pretty close to you. 
If that's underwater, and guess who's coming up for air? You do not go underwater, Neptune. Please, <laughs> not I for another thirty-five years. Yes, when I'm uh, past that thirty-five, you're not going to be past in thirty-five. I'd be, uh, years. I'll be eighty-six, eighty uh, in thirty-five years. You'll be eighty-six, fine. eighty-seven. Good point. You, you will still be around. What I heard G say the other day: scientists figured out the human body could go to one eighty. Yeah, I don't. That's not that. even halfway home. Yeah, but we're not going to have a. a we're going to hundred. We're not going to have. A, I was going to say, would we have retirement savings for that? But if you have enough in retirement when you first retire and you're living off the interest. Then you're in good shape. Yeah, then you might be all right. You're in really good shape. Imagine living to 180 and like being retired for 110 years. (laughs) No, I couldn't actually. (laughs) They still play golf at 170. Yeah. (laughs) The real. We're the the senior senior tees. (laughs) (laughs) You start on the green. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just bring your putter, sir. Right. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show, uh, and we'll see you all back here on a Thursday. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, that was Chris Carino with the call here on The Fan. The Nets winning last night in Brooklyn as they beat the Celtics, take the series in five games, four games to one. They will take on Milwaukee on Saturday, game one at Barclays Center. Also, if you're just joining us, the Mets did lose in Arizona in 10 innings. Disgusting loss. We'll get to that with Al in just a moment on the warm-up show. The Yankees with an 11-inning win as Clint Frazier played hero, had the game-winning home run as well. We've got so much to do on the warm-up show coming up now on The Fan. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. We'll do our best. 501, an early start, if you will, because the microphone didn't work, but that's the way it goes. It's the warm up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. He is the Eddie Scazzeri, and to my left is the man, the myth, the legend. His name, Al Kevin Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, so yesterday I went to a uh, high school graduation last night. I was attended a high school graduation. Uh, and a couple quick observations. One, if you thought that uh, because of coronavirus uh, that we were going to stop with the handshakes like we had all thought was going to happen, the handshakes are back. I've stopped. I've stopped as well, but I'm telling you there were people coughing into their hand and then wanting to shake your hand. Yes, I when people extend the hand. Yeah. Fist. fist bump. That's what I do as well. Done. Not handshaking anybody. Yeah, me Sorry. neither. Although I'll be honest, I, I think I, I think I did hand. I panicked and did handshake somebody yesterday. I'm sorry to hear that. Somebody who legitimately previously just coughed into their hand. Then I shook their hand, and it's like, what are we doing? That was going to be the one benefit of coronavirus. Not a lot of benefits to coronavirus, but one of them was going to be the handshaking thing was over. It still is for me. What are you doing over there? Looks I'm like getting you're, you're you're knee deep in um, looking information. for a, a piece of audio audio in case it comes up in the next couple of minutes. All right. Uh, then the other thing, um, I think I found out why people are throwing bottles at NBA players, dumping popcorn on NBA players, screaming f words at NBA players. Okay. And uh, this is also an observance from a high school graduation last night. Someone threw bottles at the kids as they were graduating. Close. <laughs> 
they were, you know, everyone in attendance, which is parents and family, were told when we say the student's name, please save your applause till the end. Don't make any noises so that the other parents can hear their children's name clearly. Helps to get through it, too. And helps to get through it. Yeah. So what happens, Jerry? First couple kids go through. Everything's nice and quiet. Then it'd be like, Gerard Recco. <laughs> Who's that? The parents. <laughs> then another kids go. Couple kids go through, and it's, well, once uh, one does it, couple kids go through, and everyone's uh, following the rules. Then it comes to another kid, Albert Dukes. Go Albert Dukes! <laughs> so we are teaching our children, Jerry. Here, very impressionable high school graduates. Uh, their own parents don't follow the rules. Setting up precedent for their children to throw water bottles at NBA players. Well, is that a leap, Jerry? Uh, it's a leap, but it's not far. Not far of a leap. Thank you. It's because not the, far. the kids see what the parents do, and if you go to youth right. sports games, yes, parents are animals. And what is a PSA, a public service announcement from a television from our era, Jerry? Don't be I, animals. I learned it from you, Dad. There you go. Yes. Where it's did you ha- learn it this? All over the place. Where did you learn this behavior, son? I learned it from you, Dad. We're learning it from you, Dad. It's the women, too. Yeah. Not just Dad. Don't put this on Dad. The moms are nuts, too. Yeah. Just, and in some cases, worse. Uh, yeah, you're right. It could, could go either way. So let's let's amend that. I learned it from you, Mom and Dad. Right. Well, the, the PSA, they used to blame the Dad, the public service announcement back in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, we well, blamed it on Dad. But you're right. It's both parents. And it it's siblings. Both. But just think of it. If you haven't done gone to your graduation yet, what are you teaching your youth when you scream out, a name or their name, when you've been told not to do that, you're teaching them it's okay to dump popcorn on Russell Westbrook, that it's okay to throw a bottle at Kyrie Irving, that it's okay to run on the court and tap the backboard. This is what we're teaching our youth, Jerry. I was very surprised. I thought the idea was not to show that stuff. Yeah, That guy tapping the backboard was on every highlight yep. everywhere. Right. There was a time, like, in the NFL stopped showing yeah. dudes running on the That's field. That's just a football thing? I don't know. I think uh, I think now. Because in baseball, they don't show it either when some idiot runs on the field. Or idiot kicker. Yeah. I think what happened is, Jerry, people, listen, all these media companies are, including ours, we're desperate for clicks, whatever that means. Yeah, and whatever downloads. That, whatever that currency of clicks yeah. gets you. We want clicks. And you know what gets clicks? Dudes Stupidity. running on Guys hurling uh, bottles at Kyrie's head. Guys running on the court getting tackled by security. We did have a good night last night. No one did anything stupid. No one did anything dumb. Not that I'm aware of anyway. I guess something could have happened, I suppose. Right. We may get word tomorrow. But as of right now, we're not aware of any NBA players. You're right about that because we didn't know about the Trey Young spitting yeah. incident until the next day. That took a couple at around days. 11 a.m. Yeah. So that's true. I guess we have to wait and see. Right. Don't know. Jerry, what is a click worth to you? Me, nothing. But companies, apparently a lot. Digital loves clicks. Yeah. Well, because you don't have the click, no one's seeing it. Click, 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 click. It's kind of like turning the radio on. Yeah. You actually have to watch it. If you put out good stuff, people will click. You don't have to go for the cheap click. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? People like the cheap click. That's why you get a lot of headlines. At the bottom of websites, so and so in a bikini. I don't know who's clicking that. You've oh, got to be. That. You've got to be insane. People are clicking that. 
which 80s sitcom star now has three noses? <laughs> Click here. That one I haven't seen. That would be interesting. Oh, that would be interesting to it's me. It's down there, Three Jerry, noses. On the bottom of uh, <laughs> New York Post articles. If you click on it, it's but you there. Know what? You saw it. I did see you it. You did see it. And I was I did not click on it. I'd love to know which celebrity has three noses, but I, I don't want to click clickbait. I hear you. So I was just some um, little disgust that I felt. And I felt like, why don't I? And then a guy gave a commencement speech. It was all about him. I was like, I will meet. You should have booed him. Let me talk to these kids. Get them out. <laughs> I should have been the only one that got up. <laughs> no, it could also be that I was angry that I was out past four o'clock on a weeknight. What time did you get home? Uh, I got home at eight uh, thirty. Ooh, yeah, but I'm normally in bed. Uh, I know like, that. I, I know. I'm in what I call sleep mode at seven. I understand. Which is under a blanket Your on my couch watching murder mysteries. Completely thrown off. I mean sports. Yeah, you don't play sports. I'm Your normally ass. locked in the sports, Jerry. You wouldn't even know what channel to find the games on. <laughs> That's not true. The Yankees are on. Yes, Mets on SNY and. Basketball, that's a crap. Where shoot. were the Nets last night? The Nets? Yeah. TNT. Good for you. Dynamite. Well done. TNT. You actually got that one. That's right. I will tell you, and maybe I missed it. I I guess some of these series, they have these exclusive games. Exclusive. If I, in, I mean, I guess they didn't do it. I did watch it on TNT. Yeah. I was bothered, though. There was no yes to. That game wasn't on. At least I looked. It wasn't on 11. Like, I was looking for Ian last night. Oh, okay. It's it kind of annoying. There. No, because you got this. I think it was was it Brian Anderson. I forget who it was. I didn't see the very beginning, so I missed the stand-up. I was going by the voice. I think it was Brian Anderson, who's fine. But I want He's Iron. not Iron Eagle. No, it's like if you don't get Breen with the Knicks, you want Breen. Right. This so, is the complaint that we have during uh, baseball season oh, when awful. the playoffs hit and we don't get Gary Keith and Ron. It, uh, it stinks. I agree. I, Totally agree. Yeah. So, and even on the big, right, even with the Yankees, you don't get, if you like the TV broadcast, you don't get that. Right. It's like you get, you know, Joe Buck's fine, but mm, it's not the same. It's not the same, exactly. Not he doesn't same. have the flavor, Jerry. They weren't with the team all season long. Like the Nets had last night, there was one sequence. Kevin Durant blocks a shot off the backboard, runs the length of the floor. James Harden with a no-look pass to Durant to his left, and Durant throws it up and in. I was like, eh. It's like, oh, a block from Durant. And Harden to no look. Yes. I was like, can you give me something? Right. Like, Ian would have been like, oh, coast to coast. I mean, he would have been something cool. There's nothing. Well, tonight you'll get Marv Albert. Yes. So does that mean I'm not going to get Breen then, too? <sighs> I guess not. Because I'm not, I would not, I would watch the MSG broadcast. You would rather Breen Much as I love Marv, I would, yes. Even though it's the final appearance I, in America for Marv Albert. I just think Albert. Breen and Ian are so stinking good. And Kustak as well with Ian. And Kustak? Pl- yeah, Sarah Kustak. Oh, she's terrific. <laughs> and Clyde with uh, with Breen. It's just, they're just good. Broad- we are so spoiled with how good our broadcasts are here in New York. That's true, Jerry. We get the creme de la creme. We do. This is number one market. We should get the best. I, and I think we do. That's why you get these national guys come in. Eh. Eh, not so great. The Marv thing's neat, but mm, it's enough. Yeah. I want Breen. I do want to hear Marv give a, like, a, I need a good, like, Imagine a game-winning shot tonight, Jerry. Yes. Well, that's what you'll get. You will definitely get that. Who will? Let's see. It's let's say it's Julius Randall. Yeah, Randall for the win. Yes, <laughs> that's what it'll sound like. What's well, weird? Like uh, listening to various talk show hosts on the radio station. Yeah, they've all got the Knicks essentially. It's except already, for Evan Roberts. They're already looking to the next season. 
Well, who the, do we keep? Who do we dump? So a couple things. I believe I'm, I'm with Evan in that when you're down 3-1, you're in a heap of trouble. But when you've got game five at home, it changes things. So if you were going to Atlanta down 3-1 and game seven was in Atlanta, I think I would start looking towards next season too. You have game five, game five, game five tonight in your own building. Go win the game and all the pressure shifts to Atlanta for game six. So I'm with Evan. I don't think that this series is over. I think the Knicks win tonight, and I think we'll be singing a different tune. But that's also the nature of these stupid playoffs in that you lose game one. Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, can you believe that they lost to these Hawks? Then you win, come back, you win game two. Oh, most amazing atmosphere. Knicks are ready to roll. I did the warm-up show at South Friday. Knicks are coming back 3-1, going to close it out on Wednesday at the Garden. Who the hell knows? Even Sal, I think, was... Unless I interpreted oh, this, this morning, yeah, he was incorrectly. He was like, eh, "It'd be great. Let's get. Let's try to get a game. Uh, a game of Friday night. Almost like that'll be our bonus, and we'll get one more game Friday night." Yeah, no, I, I get it, and I understand three one. People don't teams don't usually come back from three one down. It's happened, but it doesn't happen a lot. So that would be if I think it's eighty. What is the number? Is it eighty six percent of the time the team that's up three one wins? Oh, is that right? So like the numbers are clearly in Atlanta's favor. But this it's kind of like why I bet the Knicks the other day. They've been too good all season for them to just go down like, you know, with a whimper. I just, I don't see it. I think they'll win tonight. They might even win big. Who knows? Do you think they'll win big because of this Clint Capella No, nah, that, that stuff means nothing. It, that means, you know what that's good for? That's good for the warm-ups. You're extra, you know, you're jacked up a little bit. But once the game starts, doesn't mean a damn thing. Do we need to smack this guy around tonight, Jerry? The, when I say we, I mean the Knicks because he said that the Knicks are a bunch of cheap artists that just push people around you could certainly go be a little more physical with him sure he said they're gonna send he's gonna send the knicks on vacation i'll tell you what if this was 1994 yeah this would be a, trouble yeah this would be a throw down drag him out it would right oh my god i mean that's so what the nba we, was why can't we do that tonight rules are different bring back old school rules NBA. Di- because if you do that you'll get three guys ejected and then you're for sure will lose in game six like we need if Ka- not tonight capella to come by on a fast break and then you can't close line them close out. No, line no, them. no, no, no. You can't do that. It'd be like an automatic ejection. You can't. We gotta, we gotta go Detroit Pistons. Can't Bill do and that. Beer era. The game is different. It will not be allowed. Who else? They have they replay ever- now. They have replay. James Harden hit. Oh, who was it last night? Ah, he hit one of the Celtics on it like a on a moving screen essentially, and he hit him with his shoulder. And they didn't look at it, but the announcers were like, oh, we got to take a look at this. Like, if there's anything going on, they've got that video monitor right there. You can't do it. What would happen in the NBA, uh, you know, in the Bill Ambeer era, when, when dudes like Larry Bird would come driving and then they clothesline him? They'd give him a foul and you get two free throws. <laughs> Hit him again. Get two be, more free throws. Like, were they throwing dudes out of games? Not that I, I'm, I'm sure it happened, but I don't remember that. I remember the game being extraordinarily tough inside, and yeah. they let them play to excess. Or like in that 30 for 30 about those Detroit Pistons, they showed them beating up Michael Jordan that day. They just decided after we're him. beating up Michael Jordan tonight, and it worked. Yeah, it did work. You can't do that anymore. Oh. Not with the rules, not with replay, not with the flagrants, not with the ejections, the playoff. Like if, if Julius Randle – see, I, Craig, I think, was mocking Julius Randle for acting all tough down a boatload on Sunday um, because he went back at the Hawks after they got chippy with mm, – was it Burks or whoever? I forget who it was. I liked it because even though the game was over, that ain't right. You, you still can't just take cheap shots, and I thought Randle did what he should do. Tonight, 
you can't lose him in the first quarter of the game. Like, you need him to go out, hit a couple of threes, and get the garden into a frenzy. And let's see if Atlanta can handle it. I don't know if they can. Can you handle it? We, we'll see. I think the Knicks will win tonight. I really do. I might even. That might. How about this? Going to be my sure thing bet of the day. A Jerry Recco sure thing bet of the day. That's Knicks right. over the Hawks. I will log into BetMGM today and I will bet the Knicks to win tonight. Hmm. Now, the question is, do I do that with something else? Right. Do you combo that I'm up? I'm not so sure. Because you do have, oh, Mets are uh, up against Madison Bumgarner. Oh, that was a, and we'll get to that. Yeah. That was a disgusting loss last night. All right. That Let's just get ended to that, a few Jerry. hours ago. Yeah, but you got to tell us about your financials first. Jerry, let me tell you what's not a disgusting loss. Disgusting? Disgusting. If you didn't know this already, I still haven't received the card. It's officially the one-year anniversary of my new condo, and it was the best decision I've ever made. Buying my own place, building equity in a home. I owe a huge thank you to Carney Bank. You know how much I love them. They made the mortgage process very easy. My mortgage loan officer was always accessible, personable, quick to respond, even the text messages. First-time homebuyers, do not hesitate to explore Carney Bank. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. In fairness, I'm married 22 years this week. Is that Not right? so sure I'm getting my wife a card, so <laughs> you can keep waiting for your one-year well, anniversary card. I'll still wait. Not coming. All right, 516 on the fan. We're just getting started. Boomer and Geo at 6. Don't go away. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, 20 after 5, 522 to be exact. Warm-up show till 6. You get the big fellas then. A big Wednesday show. Cool when you get Monday off and you're already on Wednesday. Um, The Yankees, a really good win last night over the Rays, a win they needed. And the Mets puked all over themselves in the final couple of innings and wound up losing a game they led 4-0. They lost 6-5 and 10. They led 4-0. Then they led 5-4, I think, in the 10th. Yeah. Well, they give up. Who blew it? Who, um, I'll tell you who blew it, because I think if you just read the box score, you're going to be like, oh, this Edwin Diaz. Yes, Edwin Diaz blew the save, but Billy McKinney effed up the whole game in the, in the ninth inning because he's booting a ball that should have been a single, turned into a double, and then they score because the extra base was given. That was a huge part of it, number one. Two, then James McCann with the pinch hit RBI double. They start that stupid runner at second base. McCann gets the pinch hit RBI double in the 10th. They go back in front. And then Trevor May in the bottom of the 10th. I mean, I mean he stinks too. <laughs> just too terrible. He had, uh, again, they start with the runner at second base. The Mets were up one. It was 5-4 at the time. And then he goes 0-2 on a batter and then walks him on four straight pitches. So they got first and second and then a double down the line. And once again, there were like ghosts in right field. McKinney couldn't hold on to a ball in the ninth. And then Brandon Drury, who was in right field in the 10th, I don't know what the hell happened, but what should have been probably a single in a tie game, the ball got by him. I, went to, I don't know what happened because the angle, it kind of cut off, and two runs scored, game over. So I would put this one on Trevor May, Billy McKinney, and Brandon Drury. <laughs> Do you think uh, Marcus Stroman got thrown off by the Maybe. potential brouhaha that didn't happen? 
between Josh Rojas and him. Yeah, I don't know. Because, so what was the story there? So, so it's interesting because you come back from the in the top of the, it happened at the end of the fifth. You come back in the top of the sixth, and SNY is showing the replay of Stroman just yelling at Rojas. Because they went to commercial. Right. And Gary Cohen goes, all we know is that Stroman is going 0 for, like yelling 0 for 3 at, at Rojas, who was 0 for 3 at the time. And then next thing you know, a couple of guys come out, and then the <laughs> the line that made, like, <laughs> they're in the middle of a near brouhaha. Mm-hmm. Good game. <laughs> and then Keith goes, Funny, Gar. No one's wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> and Gary's just like, uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, let's move this along. <laughs> Silence ensued, and then the next batter came up. Yeah, nothing happened. No, no nothing happened. Nothing but they at made all. some reference to it, the fact that it kind of threw Stroman off, I guess, because after that. You can make that case. He gave up some hits. Yeah, because he was great. Shut out, ball through five, and then in the sixth inning, he gives up the three-run homer. Now, he still left with a lead, and they still should have won the game, but they didn't. And then the Yankees finally scored some runs, Jerry, and got some hits. They won 5-3, Clint Frazier yeah. walk-off home run. They got away with one last night. How so? Well, you've got the Razor winning early. I think it was 2 nothing, And Glass now walks. Okay, everything blends. He, I, he walks somebody to load the bases, with, which brought Aaron Judge up. He wanted no part of Aaron Judge. I mean, he threw two curveballs to Judge that literally hit five feet before home plate. So he walks Judge to walk in a run. And then I'm trying to think how they got the... Oh, and then they got the next run, uh, DJ LeMay. Oh, wild pitch. LeMay, who scores on a wild pitch. So it was like they scored the two runs to tie. Now they took the lead. That's fine. But then Clint Frazier, give him credit, The um, he may forget the home run. He made a catch in the bottom of the eighth inning or top of the eighth inning that saved the game. Um, so... They got away with one. They needed to win. They got the win and an exciting game-winning home run. So, Jerry, would you give player of the game to Clint Frazier? Uh, Yes, and the Yankee bullpen (laughs) that went six hitless innings. Is that right? Yeah, hitless. Now, they they walked some guys, which is why you would first and third in that eighth inning. But they six hitless innings. Pretty good after Domingo Herman went five. I was uh, getting concerned for Yanks hitting coach Marcus, uh, how do you say his last name, Thames? Thames? Toms? (laughs) You're close. I didn't have it right yet? No. Marcus Tahames. <laughs> Tahames? <laughs> I tried every other option. Thames. Uh, in fairness to Thames. you. Thomas. No. In fairness to you, it's Tim's. Marcus Tim's. Makes no sense when I you look at the never, spell. No, I know you I would wouldn't. never have got that. I remember when he first came up, and I'm like, all right, somebody's mispronouncing this name. Right. But, yeah, no, it's Marcus Timms. He's the hitting coach. He said uh, prior to the game, uh, because the Yankees really had scored very few runs or since uh, yeah. uh, since vacation time uh, last Thursday, Friday, he said he has not been sleeping, Jerry. <laughs> now, how did that come up? Did someone ask him if he's been asleep at the wheel? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> I think someone asked, they were just asking about the Yankees' hitting woes. And he says, you know, it's been bothering me. In fact, I've not been sleeping. People who know me know how into the job I am. Blah, blah, blah. Well, th- but this is the same old argument you always have. You've got Aaron Judge. You've got Giancarlo Stanton. Just right there. Right. No offense. To- but what is Marcus Tim's going to go tell them? I mean, I guess okay. if you see something on video, a slight correction. But at the end of the day, you know, not Judge, but Stanton is making a king's ransom. Figure it out and stop yeah, w- striking out every time you're up. I always wonder that, too. Is it the same with, like, what's going on with... Uh... Francisco Lindor. Now, I know he had, I think, what do he have? And a triple RBI last triple night? last yeah. night, yeah. 
But they'll be like, uh, he's, I need to adjust his swing. Adjust to what? I know. Isn't it fully adjusted already? I know. Well, I mean, guys go through, you know, ruts and, and slumps and stuff like that. But I do think at the end of the day, they really, it's on them to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, some assistance, sure. Fix the swing. Come on. I mean, please. Right, like, uh, they, San Francisco Lindor needs to fix his swing. Well, what was going on with his swing all these other years? Uh, Just do whatever that was. I, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And th- right. But that is why when they get fired, we sit there and scratch our head. It's like, it's really his fault? Right. No, it is not. Like, if Jacob deGrom is struggling, are we going to fire Jeremy Hefner? Yeah, let's get rid of him. No, but. Is he the pitching coach? Of the Mets, yes. Didn't he used to pitch for the Mets? Yes. He was the one. Eddie, help me remember. Wasn't Hefner the one that sounded like he was crying when he spoke? Like, that was just the way he talked. <laughs> yeah, I think so. He always sounded very yeah, emotional, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yes, I do recall that. No recollection from Eddie. Okay, that's hmm. fine. Uh, and then I know the Mets lost last night, Jerry, with the uh, walk-off loss. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, they were on a little bit of a roll, and Steve Cohen took to Twitter and said, I'm noticing a lot less complaining when the team is doing well. He's right. Of course. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that is true. Hey, good for you. No kidding. Well, that's also what drives, if we're doing sports talk, sports talk that's here. what drives the radio. I hate to say it, but when teams lose, yeah. that's when the phones are hot and when the talk show hosts are angry and yelling and opinionated. It's kind of like when I was doing all those shows with Boomer and when I fill in in the summer and the Yankees are on a huge run and they're playing great. You know, you come on, you praise them. Then what? And then people complain you don't talk about them enough. Right. Like we spent 10 minutes talking about how great they are. Okay. If you want to talk about it, call us. Add something. Right. And generally what happens, like if if the Mets are on a roll, the Yankees are not. If the Yankees are on the roll, the Mets are not. Same with Giants and Jets, right? It's very rare to have them both killing it or being terrible. No, no. They've both been terrible actually a lot lately. Fair point. (laughs) But that happened like I I know during like – when the Giants were had those in the Coughlin years where they were doing well and making the playoffs, so people would call in and say, why aren't you talking about the Giants? Well, because Rex Ryan's doing crazy things with the Jets and the Giants are winning games they're supposed to win and you lose occasionally. That's same with when the Yankees are on a roll. Absolutely. And so when the Yankees are losing, if you think about all the Yankee talk we've had the last week, it is surrounded and was surrounded by getting swept by the Tigers yes. and then losing that first game to the Rays. When they're winning five in a row, six in a row, you can talk about it, but there's not a lot to, you know, there's only so much praise you can heap on the guys. What do you know, Jerry, about this Rays pitcher, Shane McClanahan? Nothing. Nothing. We know nothing about him. He's 2-0. and That's all I know. Uh, I never heard of him until I saw that he was pitching today. So Yankees should win tonight then with Jordan mm, Montgomery. That doesn't, That's what no, I think. No, 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 Why don't you no, combo no, no. that up with your Knicks victory? Mm, I'm not feeling that one. I don't think so. Hmm. I don't know. What about David Peterson over Madison Bumgarner? i got to be honest. I don't love that one either. I didn't know. Mad- I forgot Madison Bumgarner was even on the Diamondbacks. How he threw the seven inning no hitter last month? Oh, it doesn't count. That's why it doesn't count. But it was a seven inning no hitter. Why did the Giants get rid of that dude? Um, I did, they went in a different direction. Oh, older. Oh, he's know? older now. Well, I mean, Madison Bumgarner, sure. At this point, yeah, I feel like Mad Dog was yelling about him on FAN. That was like well, fifteen years ago. I don't that know if he's possible, that old. Right? I don't know about that. But he's also a soft tossing type of pitcher that I think. Still has many years left. He's a soft tosser. He is. He doesn't throw hard. He throws a lot of junk, and he's still really good. Last night I saw uh, Twitter was like, you know, the Damian Lillard situation where he was like 
had 55 points, hit 12 three-pointers. It really brought out all the obvious Twitter people. Okay. Like, if you go through, like, if you didn't have your, if you're just waking up and going on your Twitter, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of just, oh, oh, look at Lillard going off. Oh, Oh, just comments that you have no idea if you're not watching the game what they're doing. Right. Or they're the obvious. It's like, wow, Damian Lillard really on a roll tonight. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you for that. And then it's everybody, too. It's like, I guess everybody that I follow. I was asleep. You didn't write anything? I did not write anything about Damian Lillard. Evan was writing stuff. Moose, Jim Rome. I actually do think of that sometimes. How awesome Evan has it. How so? Well, he can get home in time because I don't think he went to Brooklyn. He might have. I I don't know if he did or not with the show. You know what? He might have because he was done at six something because of the Yankee game. So maybe he had to go to Brooklyn. But he can go to he can go to his game. He brings his two iPads. He's got the Yankee game up here. Then when he gets home, he's got the Met game on. Like he has seen everything. That's oh yeah. Cool. yeah. Oh I, yeah. Yes. Although he oh, did yeah. say he was drunk over the weekend, which I found interesting. Evan was Daddy O. One beer. Daddy O. That's like me. If I get one of those IPAs, that's like uh, eight he or nine percent. IPA. <laughs> he said one beer. <laughs> Michelob Ultra. And then he embarrassed himself because he said his wife made him a drink. Yeah. Had no idea what it was because she handles that. The drinks. Yes. He had and and he had to text her to find out what she made him. <laughs> Do you recall what it was? Um was it a navigator? Was that what he called it? Craig knew what it was. I I by name I didn't know. It was a gin drink. Gin. Yeah. I don't like gin. gin. Oh, I love gin. How could you not like gin? Let's it's like someone saying they don't like water. Like gin makes some a gin makes some people very angry. Really? Yeah, gin is like an angry drink. Like okay. if, if you're t- if you tend to be a mean drunk, gin is generally the problem. All right, let's see the navigator. Here it is. Well, for me, vodka is uh, makes me very talkative <laughs> and sleepy and sleepy, <laughs> which we've seen. <laughs> I have a fallen asleep on dance floors, Jerry, in bars, at I'm, tables. Oh, and and actually in a chair in the middle of the dance floor. Yeah. That's uh, right. It's actually called the aviation. That's what she the made. Aviation. Him. What a delicious looking drink. Gin, maraschino liqueur, Ooh. and fresh lemon juice. No, I, I, I still follow and I'm still allowed on Zach Wilson's mom's Instagram. Yeah. And she actually, I hope she doesn't ban me if she sees that I'm in the media, New York media. Because she's got some really great stuff. Like she's, first of all, she's, someone's becoming a fan. First of all, she got this really. She ordered this really cool mop that I look at, that I feel like I need to get. But Don't she say that out loud. Also, is making mixed drinks with the flavors that you see in coffee shops, where how they put flavors in your coffee. Nice. She's using those flavored things in in alcoholic like drinks. creamers. You mean not creamers, the flavor things. Like if you go like two shots of uh, caramel flavor or two shots of. Okay. I don't know, vanilla flavor, whatever. Right. She's using those in, in uh, alcohol drinks. Someone's hammered this weekend. <laughs> You've got Friday night circled on the calendar. No, I'm, I'm a beer I'm only. I'm sorry, Saturday. I'm a beer only person now, Jerry. Fair enough. So make sure if you're down the Jersey Shore, find Al on Saturday evening <laughs> and see if his eyes are going in different directions. <laughs> <laughs> Quick break, 25 in front of 6. Warm-up show till the top of the hour. Boomer and Geo then on the fan. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Al and Jerry, longtime tag team champions. All right, 542. We are that close to Boomer and Geo. If you're just waking up, Nets win, they advance. And game one is Saturday, by the way, in Brooklyn, uh, with them in the Bucks. Mets a terrible loss, and the Yankees beat the Rays. Al. There's uh, some NFL odds, Jerry. I'm seeing. I wanted to see if you're curious. If you were. If, uh, I wanted. I uh, no. I am curious. Whether you find these odds interesting. Okay. Not that I like betting on football in May or June, but okay. Patrick Mahomes, his goal this year for the Kansas City Chiefs is to be the first NFL team to go 20-0 and now with the 17-game regular season. What are those odds? You can bet the Chiefs going 17-0. and They don't have the 20-0 yet. You oh, okay. You can bet the Chiefs going 17-0 and in the regular season. The odds are 40-1. to No, I wouldn't touch that. You wouldn't? No. 40-1? to no. What does that mean? If I bet one hundred dollars, what and they four thousand? That's pretty good to go seventeen and zero. Yeah, Who's they got to go seventeen and zero. Who's gonna beat them? I don't know who beat them last year. A couple teams. I'm not sure. Right now, I looked at some other things. The uh, Texans to go zero and seventeen. Right. Those are twenty five to one odds. Yeah, the problem with that is that's really hard to do, and you still don't know who their quarterback is. Like if Deshaun Watson somehow gets cleared and plays. They're not losing all their games. What like, about, I need to know who's playing. Right. What about this one, Jerry? The Lions to go 0 and 17. They're, they're not going to go 0 and 17. They're 28 to 1. That's stupid. See, I think I would I would think I would put some money on that Chiefs going 17 and 0. Go for it. $50. $50. And I go in to win two grand? dollars Yeah, that's fine. That's pretty good, Jerry. It's 17 and 0, though. How about they lose week one? <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes the 50 bucks. <laughs> Remember when sports betting first became legal? I've never bet illegally. Right. I do. I don't like the idea of it. I you don't never know. did the sheets. Never. Really? Yeah. I never. You bet. never did a football pool. Uh like one of those boxes pools. Yeah, but I never like bet illegally. Okay. Singular games. You never whatever. had a guy. I never had a guy. Okay. So when sports betting became legal a few years ago, I remember I was like, oh, I'm betting the over under Giants, and I think it was six wins. I bet $20. (laughs) And I remember you looking at me going, you bet $20 on a season-long bet? (laughs) Really invested in that one. You spent $20 on pizza on Friday night. Week in and week out, Jerry, I was was tallying up those Giants wins. What could you have won? 20 bucks? (laughs) Like, honestly. I I mean, what a waste of time. But that is the beauty of, you know, a lot of people will criticize it. That is the one neat thing about the online betting. What's that? That, you know, whether you use FanDuel, DraftKings, I like BetMGM, whatever the case may be, you can bet $10 on a game right. if you want. Doesn't mean that you're betting the mortgage, but you can have some fun with these games. Like, I really do enjoy, and people will be like, oh, stupid, trying to bet three games. Maybe. But it's, to me, a lot of fun to bet, let's say, $20 on a three-team parlay that can actually pay out some money, especially if you take, like, two – I won't say heavy favorites. I'm not going to say that because those those are useless. 
But if you take a couple of favorites and then you take an underdog that you really think has a legit chance to win, it you know drives the odds up. And on a tw- who knows on a twenty dollar bet you could win two hundred and fifty dollars. Right. And once in a while it happens and it's fun. Like what the hell? You don't have to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars. But it's it's kind of like the weekend. I think I bet over the weekend. I think I bet a grand total of one hundred and fifty dollars. For the weekend, Friday through Monday, basically. That's not a lot of money, especially when I won my second bet of the weekend. So I was ahead right from the start, and I had a lot of fun doing it. Had me watching games I otherwise probably wouldn't have. Like, I watched Suns-Lakers start to finish on Sunday because I took the Suns to win. It was was a different way to watch a game. You were invested. I was. Literally. But again, I wasn't spending hundreds of dollars or thousands. Whatever. What it was. Jerry, can I get one thousand of your dollars to take the Chiefs to go seventeen and zero? What would that Could pay? You imagine that uh, four was that be forty thousand? Forty thousand dollars. That right? Yeah, forty thousand. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, they got to go seventeen and zero though. Hmm. That's a. How many teams have gone unbeaten? Well, uh, Eddie's Dolphins mm-hmm. hundred years ago, and the Patriots did it in the regular season, and the Patriots. How many seasons of football are we talking? A lot of seasons. Okay. And we've never had a 17-game regular season. That's true. It's a well, lot of games. The, the Dolphins point. did it when it was 14, Patriots 16. This is 17 games. 17 now. games, Jerry. Oh, boy. Tough to do, man. 40 to 1 Tough odds. to do. Then I was also saying that Matt Schneidman from The Athletic, he says that the Packers plan to call Aaron Rodgers bluff. Yes, I did this at 9.30 yesterday morning. What time was this? <laughs> 9.30. I was probably urinating. Not paying attention. No, no, you were in there. <laughs> That's when you check out. I was probably screening a terrible call, Jerry. That or eating your 17th snack of the morning. (laughs) (laughs) You had the wasa bread going with the peanut butter. Did you credit Matt Schneidman from The Athletic? No, I credited The Athletic. Oh, The Athletic. I said The Athletic. I have update to the story, Jerry. It was Matt Schneidman. (laughs) Matt Schneidman. Yeah, I think I decided not to use that. Yeah, Matt Schneidman. But I did credit The Athletic. But it's kind of weird. Like, you don't want a disgruntled player but you don't want the players to get to call all the shots correct do you do i would do exactly what packers are doing call his bluff yeah because i don't think just because the player is unhappy you don't automatically just give him his own way and we've seen this way too much in sports so he wants out great you want to like does he want to tell us where we want to send him to how about this you're under contract you don't play don't play we've got jordan love that's fine we can just turn the page and you can just sit there and go host jeopardy but do you think he'll play? I do. Like, at, but will he play 100%? I think when you're on the field, I think you're – I would like to think that your pride, your ego, all of that – well, maybe not ego because he's probably going to feel a little emasculated. Right. But I would think pride and just doing your job in the heat of the moment will come out. It, he's a great player. We know this. I think what if he he's not feeling one hundred percent? We'd be like, "Screw these guys! I'm I'm hurt this week." Fine, sit down. Play next. <laughs> Jordan Love, you're playing. Yeah, I, I don't know what else right, you do. You're not then, trading him. But then you're right because then he takes a chance. Let's say he's like, "Oh, I don't feel great. I'm going to sit out." When what if Jordan Love comes in and dominates Perfect. a game? Yeah, then you can trade him. Then what happens? Then at that point you can trade him. Then how did that end? Traded. But think about this. Aaron Rodgers is 38. Does that sound right? That sounds right. How many prime years are left? Two. 
Probably. I mean, uh, Tom Brady's still doing it at 44. But he's different, Jerry. He's different. Aaron Rodgers is showing no signs of slowing down, but he's not 28. So the great years that he does have left are not what they once were. You want to sit out one of those years? See ya. And that's if he even gets the Jeopardy job. If he doesn't, <laughs> I feel bad for the girlfriend. He'll be a, what a pain in the butt he'll be. Oh, my God. I saw Ken Jennings is still leading the the fan favorite vote. Yeah, when are we making a decision on this? I don't know. Kind of enough already. Let's go. Maybe they're helping Aaron Rodgers try to get more money. I don't know about from that. the Packers. Oh, I thought you meant from Jeopardy. Oh, and from Jeopardy. <laughs> you think his football agent handles that deal too? Or does uh, he have an entertainment agent? I bet agent? he's got an entertainment agent. He might. Uh, agent. So then the football agent's got to be like, I think he got a couple more years. Who you talk to, Merv Griffin? <laughs> I think Merv's passed. Well, I meant the company. The co- oh, Merv Griffin company. Isn't that still like that yeah. parent company that runs all these game shows? I think Merv Griffin, like he invented those games, right? I, I like I actually think know. he came up with the Jeopardy idea and Wheel of Fortune. I like the whammy one. What was that one? Uh, press your luck. That's it. Look at you. That was a, a, a classic uh, show like to watch one. when you were not feeling great. It was Gilligan's Island, Munsters, Press Your Luck. Yeah, it was on. No whammies, no whammies. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> when you were off, did you also get into the soap operas? No. Never? No. Really? Yeah, never got into soap operas. Interesting. Because I felt like it was such a story, I, I couldn't just jump into it. I know, but the, the, but the girls were really attractive. It was easy to watch. There was a time when, when we first got a VCR where my mom wanted to, she would uh, VCR these uh, a soap opera. Yeah. I forget which one. And then the entire family would watch it at dinner because everyone got invested in it except for me. What is this, Back to the Future, when they were watching uh, Jackie Gleason? Yeah, that's <laughs> what dinner. was going on in my dinner. Rolling the table, the uh, table with the TV. Like even my father got caught up in it. I liked Santa Barbara back in the day. Santa Barbara? I did. Yeah. I think this was Days of Our Lives. Okay. Which yeah, is still running, right? I think so. I know General Hospital is. They go, these are the... Wait, like sands like, through the hourglass, yeah, these are the days of our lives. Like sands through the hourglass. The sand is gone, you're dead. These are <laughs> <laughs> When the sand runs out, you're dead. You may have heard, though, I'm celebrating one year in my new condo, and like sands through the hourglass, these are the days of my life. <laughs> if you're sick of paying rent like I was and want to build equity in a home, get in touch with Carney Bank. They made the entire mortgage process very easy. Things that would have taken a few days at the big banks, just done in an afternoon at Kearney. I wouldn't recommend anyone else. Also, their first-time homebuyer program offers a ton of savings. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, quick break. First, an Odyssey Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence, Damian Lillard off the charts, although Portland came up short. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back, Nets win. They move on. Mets lost. Yankees win. What else you got? Warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today and for tomorrow. Visit CarneyBank.com for details. Jerry, are you ready for Knicks Hawks tonight? I am. Are you really ready, or are you just saying you're ready? No, I'm, where are you going with this? I'm ready. No, where I'm just doing a sign. Oh, for lines. God's sakes. Yes. No, I'm looking forward You're to this game. W- I think what, Knicks win tonight. What will have more local viewers, Knicks elimination game or Yankees Knicks Raves? elimination game. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Just because it's an elimination game? Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think Nick fans are pissed. The fans are. Yes. I hope the Knicks are. And I think they will flock to MSG tonight for this game, if we, that's where the game is. We better get a brouhaha. That well, would... You're not getting a brouhaha. What? No one's getting kicked out of this game. The season's over. What if about... Julius Randle gets kicked out of this game today in the first quarter <laughs> like you want him to do, it's not Can't worth it. Can we send it. someone else out to get this You can Clint send Capella? a message. Sure. But send like somebody who doesn't even play much. Let's get him yeah. kicked out. Uh, okay. Just to send a message. You just want to see a fight. Yeah. That's what you We're want. We're doing some heavy-duty rocking this week on The Fan.